Hello, beautiful people. My name is Davi. I'm joined by Abe and Charlie. We just watched the first episode of season two of Loki. And wow, um, I just want to start off saying that um, you can tell that when Marvel puts effort into the filmmaking, into the <laughs> technical craft, it looks good. Yep. It looks like it was put with a lot of love. And you can tell when yep. they didn't create, they didn't care what they were making. Yeah, and sure. in this new phase. Yeah, uh, and with this one, looks like they care. Looks like they cared with this one. Yeah, and yeah. this looks very promising from the first episode. Um, and let's just say too, like it would be super disappointing if they didn't care off of that first season. Yes, they did a great job with that first season, and they really built it up to this story that you're like, holy crap, where do you take it from here? Right. And I was nervous to be honest. With well, you. here's the thing too: is the fact that it's Loki. The character is very very popular and yeah. has been f in the mcu like yeah. since the very beginning right mm -hmm. uh so they, it would be a disservice to not put effort into this show right plus it's tom hiddleston who's a amazing actor and and owen wilson and owen wilson and you got key 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 kwan uh coming in in this season yeah. so you have to put effort yeah, yeah. You have to. You i have mean to. when we say effort i mean like they don't rush it they, right they, they, say they took their it's time thought out yeah it's you know, they give it the the creative treatment it deserves mm -hmm. and the attention to detail it deserves. Yeah, for yes. sure. Um, but yeah, I want to start off with Charlie from, obviously this was an intro and we have a lot of questions and I think those questions will be answered as uh, the season progresses. But what is a, a narrative that you saw play out in this episode that stood out to you and you're wondering what question, what are the questions you have? I mean, I'm, I'm, I have questions about everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. How is it that you know, he's jumping between timelines, uh, which didn't become apparent to me that he was going between the uh, the the past and then the future uh, at first. It, I thought he was just in present, but in different timelines, like alternate things are happening, you mm -hmm. know, different universes, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm curious how the heck he's... You know, that's possible. Um, obviously, with the multiverse thing, I feel like the way they introduced it is basically anything is possible. Yeah. People exist in different universes. Uh, clearly, you can jump between past and present. Sylvie just went back to 1982 in that in that uh, post credit scene that we mm -hmm. saw there. So, yeah, they're going to be time hopping. Look at the third episode. It's called 1893. Like, come on. <laughs> they're going to be all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah. And I... I don't understand. I didn't understand. Please, in the comments, explain if you if you know if you made it to this, this point of the video. But um, the pruning thing, how pruning himself at that moment in time and in that other uh, universe or other timeline makes it so that this current timeline is now okay. Like so, I'm, 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 I was lost on that part. But so what I got is there's two different things happening. And again, correct correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I got from it. One is the the amount of branches in the timeline now is making the timeline unstable and the TVA is not able to handle it. The loom that they were talking about was not able to handle it. And that's what uh, uh, OB, the character the key, that key plays, was talking about. He's like, I need, I need to close the doors to be able to expand the loom so that we can you know, handle this many branches because they don't want to prune all the branches because they've now discovered everybody's a variant, but the variants have livelihoods of their own. That's all they know, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that piece. That's the piece that is making the timeline unstable. That's what's. That's why all the crazy stuff was happening. <clears throat> the other piece is that right now, Loki, because he was kind of like kicked through that time uh, door at the end of time, 
while all these branches are happening, I guess he's time slipping between these two different timelines. And like he is unstable and not secure in one present, right? He's not in one timeline. So what needed to happen is the temporal extractor. I don't know why I'm making logic out of this right now <laughs> or how I'm doing it, but the temporal extractor is to allow him to be in one timeline. So what he needs to do is that temporal extractor was placed in, in, in the loom and he needed to prune himself in the other timeline to get rid of that version of himself, basically, to come back into the present. Okay. So that's yeah. what I took from basically, it. I could be wrong, and I'm Come back to wrong. one branch. Correct. And that's yeah. how I saw it. Okay. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The simplified way of it is, like, pruning himself in that branch brings him back to the other, and he'll stay in this one. Mm -hmm. um, but so, does that not have consequences? But I think what's happening is multiple branches have already opened. So is he going to go throughout this entire season pruning himself? Or... Well, yeah. it seemed like he was time slipping between two branches. Okay, two branches. That's okay. what I saw. Because like we consistently, he was between the place where everybody knew him and the place where nobody knew him. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring back this, this, uh, what a, this uh, argument, not argument, but discussion be, uh, that happened in Endgame, which I really had a problem with, mm. <laughs> okay. because they make fun of Back to the Future and how the logic of time travel doesn't make sense in that movie right there there's a moment before they go out charlie's taking it personal big, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's not that i'm taking it personal it's the fact that i i'm trying to like make sense of how this is going to happen and what the logic is behind it because the logic in back to the future for uh time traveling is that if you go back into the past you can interfere with the past which is going to affect things in the future mm -hmm. aka your present sure here is that also a consequence? Because Obi is telling him, you have to prune yourself, get rid of this timeline, vice versa, yada, yada, yada. Is that going to have a consequence to what happens afterwards? Yeah. I think there was one thing in season one at the end that there was a consequence for, which was killing uh, killing that, that version of, of King. King. Yeah. Right? That basically started this whole like it kicked off this whole branch thing, the timeline branch thing. So, yeah, yeah I'm curious. I want to know what are the consequences to this fix, this quick fix that they have of yeah keeping Loki in this timeline. Yeah, it's tough because it's a little bit the way that Marvel does it, especially in this show. It's beyond just time travel. It's like completely different timelines. Because like if you're thinking about Back to the Future, think about one timeline. And you're jumping between like past, future, future, present. This is completely different in the sense where there are multiple timelines happening. Time is not linear. And right. in different timelines, different yeah. things happen. And now you're seeing uh, the, the only way that we were able to see like consequences is now that there's so many branches. It looks like some of the branches are o overlapping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we were able to see like the details where there was the crack in the seal in the floor in the beginning of the episode where the, uh, the mail cart came and crashed down yep. and then there was the place where uh, mobius drew sleep in the in the dust of the monitor and he saw that when he slipped back into the other um branch so i think that's where these consequences are but it's so much less so um you know something you do in the past that can affect the future in this case because they're they're jumping between between timelines um but here it didn't seem like he was jumping between timelines because i'm getting confused because 
when I think about it, he was able to tell Key all these little things in the past that his future self is able to understand. And I don't know if that's because the timelines are branching or if it's the same timeline. That's the part where I'm getting confused. Yeah, it is. It, I think yeah. the question is maybe because it's overlapping. I guess. And that's why that's happening. I don't yeah. know. But th- that's the that's the thing that that's where I have a, a slight issue with the way that the multiverse thing is set up because basically anything is possible mm-hmm. and it's it makes it so that you can write anything and it has to make sense. Yeah. There the, are no like there are no if ands or buts mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. consequence to that. And I forgot to mention when I was doing my whole spiel about the Back to the Future thing, I do like the version of them not having time being linear. Yes. I do like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be linear. Actually, I think if you look into it, um, scientists say that, the you know, uh, in theory, it would not be linear. Right. There would be multiple different branches, just mm-hmm. like in this, but... I, my my only thing is the consequences. I want to know what the consequences are. Obviously, yeah. there have to be there has to be some. A, I think it's fair to to disclaimer. Obviously, we're not freaking scientists. No, not we're not theoretical not physicists who understand time and space and everything like that. I so am not. Apologies if we're if we're saying things that you know are completely. And you're there and you're cringing. You're, and you're like, cringing, nah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If, you're, <laughs> if you're a science buff and you you know all that stuff and we're saying things that are off base, apologies. That's and not why. Put we're it in the comments and, and let us know. Yeah, what yeah. do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. Um. The whole time thing is crazy but yeah i think there's an argument to be had about whether it matters mm-hmm. of whether the logic 100 makes sense because obviously not everything here is is based in scientific truth no um, of course it's comic uh, book based right uh, yeah. thing you know it's it's just supposed to, we're supposed to have fun with it and yes with it, but, but it, does the logic make sense i think that's where you can have an argument and regardless to me whether or not the logic makes sense the story is making sense yeah and I'm vibing with it, and I'm I'm I enjoying it. where it's taking us. Yeah, um, I'm vibing it with it here. But the, the 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 only problem that I see, right? Because I said that it basically creates a bunch of plot holes. So when you're talking about in as a whole, this is supposed to be canon to the rest of the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. right? The MCU. Uh, it it has an effect, um, in terms of. What you happened know. and what didn't happen. Right, yeah, exactly. So, like, saying. in theory, let's say Iron Man, he's not dead. He's alive in sure, some other sure, universe. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There people Steve Rogers is that. still Captain America somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. everything is possible. Yeah, Loki is a girl. Yeah, he has several <laughs> variants, as we've seen. Yeah. We saw in Spider-Man No Way Home, the two other variants of of Spider-Man. Yes. And yeah. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I think um, there's an argument to be had of whether this is... Yeah, I'm, please don't crucify me. Lazy in the sense of like this just means we can do whatever, and it gives us free liberty to do whatever. Or it's just creative in the sense of now we have liberties to yeah. take the story wherever we want it to yeah. take, and this helps us do that. Yeah, I don't think I, go, I just I, think I, I wouldn't go as far. To to, I wouldn't go as far to call it lazy because it is based off of the comic books. No, no, one hundred percent. I'm just saying I I have seen people make that argument, right. and where. You don't have to have 100% continuity because you have a, a, right. a dynamic he, like this. But to be completely honest, uh, the way that Marvel runs things, how Kevin Feige runs things, and how Marvel audience typically reacts, they are they rely very, very heavily on cameos. And I feel like that this is just setting it up to bring all the OGs back. Mm-hmm. In in so? uh yeah in Secret Wars oh yeah 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 I, yeah I know what you mean that is that that this is what everybody's been speculating yeah. is like 
Robert Downey Jr. is going to come back as Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He's going to show up. Uh, Chris Evans is going to be back as uh, yeah. I just I Captain just think America. we need to we need to put those like all of us we just have those expectations away, and just see what they're presenting now and yeah. currently and if it's going to work as the narrative progresses not yeah. only in this show but progresses with other shows and how they all come together. I think what we have to worry about is what we're seeing now. Agreed. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay where you what you just said because. This has been my biggest gripe with with Marvel, and I, I if we do get a decent amount of Marvel fans see this, like they'll probably know me as the Marvel hater, because <laughs> the the issue that I've had so long with Marvel in this second phase is that I have had to I have felt like I need to watch every single little bit of everything to understand what is happening right in front of me right at this moment. Loki is one of those things where although there is plenty that tie into it from the outside shows and the outside movies that that are canon and that feed into this, I feel like I can focus on the narrative and understand what's happening and be in this bubble of Loki and really enjoy the show that I'm watching. Well, to be completely honest with you, Loki is actually kind of the... The central the kick, one that feeds into The kickoff else. of the whole multiverse yeah. saga thing. Right, exactly. So that's why I think as a standalone, it works very well. Sure, sure. And from what they presented to us so far right now, yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, and, but that's really the thing. Good. That's the thing. Back to what Davi was saying. For me, what matters is how I'm feeling about it now, where I'm at in the story. Am I enjoying that? Less so about like, is it completely perfectly tied in with every other piece of canon that feeds into this t- this storyline? Of course, that stuff is important. But for me, I would rather it be less of a vehicle of, you know, making sure that Captain America and Iron Man can come back as the actors that everybody loves, uh, and more about. A, a good story and a good narrative that's being built right now. Mm-hmm. And I think they're building something very compelling mm-hmm. and I'm excited for the next episode. Yep. And I'm just wondering, we have a lot of questions and I think those questions will get answered as it goes. Um, but you know, my only, what is it? My only critique with it is that we have to keep this at the end of the day. Like you have a huge audience that is watching this. You have to keep it simple. You have to simplify it at mm-hmm. the end of the day. You can't make it very complex because at the end of the day, you have a ton of other products that will tie into this, but that doesn't matter. But I think what the what this season needs to do is answer all the questions that people have with the multiverse. Mm. Build a foundation on what this is. Okay. I think yeah. that's what I think that's my biggest thing coming into this. Is yeah. Like whatever the rules build, of the multiverse what, is, this I think is they the need standard. to set it here yeah. and be like, this is what's this is what we're doing. Because sure. from season one, it clearly showed to us that this is the kicker for everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. Present a compelling narrative and set it forward. Let's have a logic here that everyone can follow mm-hmm. and understand what's going on. Yeah. It makes it, I think it makes it really hard when you have like different writers and directors coming in with coming so in. many different Marvel things because they want to take tough. their own liberties with yeah. the, the, the stuff. So, so like hard. you'd have to take a literal, <laughs> you'd have to take like a five course like degree yeah, in dude, how to build crazy. Like, this your, is, your Marvel world if you're directing. Well, that's, that's why it's Feige, so ambitious. That's why Kevin Feige oversees and produce is the producer on everything. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but it's still not perfect. It, it, right. It's still not perfect. It's right. hard, man. He, he's yeah. let some stuff slip through, yeah. which I was surprised. I'm not going to lie. Regardless of all of yeah. that, I want to say I feel like we've we've harped on a lot of, of the, you know, critique of Marvel Universe in general. Can we all say this was a really great kicker? Yes, to, I think we already said two. that. Yeah, I think we already <laughs> no one hundred percent. We just want to we just want to point it back to the fact that it was the fact that this was a but great I think episode. Yep. What was great about it for me specifically was the filmmaking, the framing, the everything of it just felt 
made really well. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of just, just great shots that I, I appreciated, and I, and I can tell um, that this was done really well. Mm-hmm. And um, characters you care about. Yes. I think that's a big thing mm-hmm. for me is like ma- creating characters that I really care about. Like Loki and Mobius, like coming from season one, episode one to where we are now, like their dynamic is so different. They have like this um, care and appreciation for each other. Um, and you want to see both of them succeed. So, you know, that is a big thing. Um, Sylvie, what's going on with her character? She's very, you know, kind of misguided. Her and Loki have this kind of relationship that's weird in the sense of like they're kind of the same person but yeah. they're also like in love in a way mm-hmm. um it's it, it's bringing me back to oh this is why i loved season one these characters this narrative yeah. um and i i really appreciate and what that. they do show well with loki is the weirdness mm-hmm. the comedic timing but also when they have to switch to a serious tone yes that all three is balanced out very really well, well. very well Yep. And man, uh, very much so. I agree. It's going to be it's going to be but fun, my, man. It's going to be a fun season. I will want to say the highlight for me in this episode is the moment where they go and visit Obi for the first time yeah. and then it's kind of revealed to us that everything that Loki is talking to him about in the past is now all of a sudden, you know, catching up to him in mm-hmm. the in the present. He's like starting to be like, "Oh wait. Yeah. I do have this." Mm-hmm. you know extractor oral whatever thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i one thing with that is i uh they did it very cleverly and it could have been a gimmick like they could have done that as like a, oh look at this funny thing that we're doing right and it was funny but it was central to the story and it was like by the end you cared about obi yeah you know what i mean like it was very small but uh, obviously partially it's because he's playing the character so like mm-hmm. i care but you know, it, they made a, a compelling character. You understood what his purpose was, and um, the purpose of the entire, you know, repair place and and the timeline and all of that made sense, and it worked. And I'm just glad that it did, instead of just being this little gimmick of like, oh my god, he's in the past, and now he's understanding what's happening in the future. Like, it, it worked more than just um, the the funniness or the cleverness of of what was happening at the moment. One hundred percent. But y'all, uh, thank you so much for watching this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed us. Please leave a like and a comment on your thoughts on this episode. Don't spoil anything ahead, please, guys. We're a little bit behind, so please don't spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys and see you soon for more Loki Season 2. Peace, y'all. See ya.